0: there everyone welcome to it's always game day in kansas city happy red friday to you all thank you for joining us and don't forget to subscribe rate and review wherever you get your podcast i am your host kayla canaram joining me as always is my co-host cody tap and our producer nick Schwartz. fellas how we doing on this friday
1: feeling good i know we're not doing vibe check to start the show but i don't know i like a noon sunday game against a nonsense opponent occasionally for the chiefs they get enough primetime games against big opponents uh, you know a Sunday noon game against the Jags. That feels like, uh, it's like watching, uh, watching the chiefs in your youth.
2: This is back to first world problem. (laughs) This is the chiefs have become so good. They are the team in the NFL that the league refuses to let them play these noon Sunday games. They're playing a Saturday game later this year. It's weird, but
1: it's good. It's good. It's good that we get a normal week. Caitlin, it's good to be back for a Friday.
0: Absolutely. It, Definitely reminds me of my youth. Like when my dad used to pull us out of church early so we didn't miss a noon kickoff. Those were the days.
1: When (laughs) will churches figure out? The NFL's king for all (laughs) things. Can't be having church services that go till noon. No one's going to show up. You got to start earlier. That may be. Switch to Saturday. They should switch to Saturday maybe.
2: Hey, Cody, that may be one of the few traditions that has a deeper history than NFL. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
0: Guys, why have the Chiefs struggled at Arrowhead this year? Friendly reminder, we beat the Chargers by three at home, won by one against the Raiders, lost by four to the Bills, and won by three to the Titans. We have averaged 24 points at home. On the road, we've averaged 36 and a half. What is going on at Arrowhead?
1: Honestly, I wish that this was a one-year thing, but Patrick Mahomes, like, his record is always the same at Arrowhead? But he averages way less touchdowns and less yardage at home in his career with a very similar number of starts. So, as much as I would like to just be like, well, it's this year, I think some of it is because they play down to their opponent a little, like it or not. And I know that nobody ever likes to hear that because that means like you don't take them serious or whatever. But I think that they play down to their opponent a little bit. And realistically, the way that it is, is that they don't play. There were three worst games, I think, were against their three worst opponents at the time they played them. The Colts, which obviously they played terrible against, this last week against the Titans because it was Malik Willis, not because it was just the Titans, and the Raiders. Those are their three worst games of the year. Two of those were at home. I think that, I don't know. I you know. Mahomes once said that it was, he gets a little amped up for those games and plays poorly in the first half, but I think largely it's that they think that they've got those games more in hand. They're more comfortable at home. They like having their backs against the wall.
2: I think it, it's pretty stark in comparison to how good they are on the road. And some of those are circumstantial because they played their worst game of the season against the Colts in week three on the road. Mm-hmm. That, Cody, I think speaks to what you were just talking about playing down to your opponents, because in the three road games they've had. And you could you could play this game every year, but just look at those three games week one. First game of the season, you're always going to be juiced for that. Mahomes throws for five touchdowns, 360 yards. Week four, it's the, the Bucks. Not only were you coming off a loss, but it's the first game that you played against Tampa Bay after losing to them in the Super Bowl two years ago. And then you had the game against the Niners, again, coming off a loss to the Bills. So it was easy to get motivated for all of those games in a way that maybe you wouldn't for the Colts, or maybe in a way that you wouldn't for a home game because you just know that the, the home crowd is going to lift you up. You feel like they're going to do a lot of the heavy lifting, whereas you have to sort of manufacture your own energy on the road. This all may be completely made up, but that's my half-baked theory because we are comparing the Chiefs. Like the standard we hold them to is being like historically great when you just look at what Mahomes has done on the road in his career.
1: I know, because we- but he averages a half a touchdown more per game. It's wild. It's not like 2.1 touchdowns per game is bad. Which is what he averages at home, but he averages like two and a half, two point six on the road.
0: Do we think this has to do with the fact that two of those road games were quote unquote revenge games with the Bucs and 49ers?
1: Maybe, yeah. but I mean, by the time they got to the Bucks, I mean, I, Mahomes did say when he got to the when he when he went to the stadium, he was like, Yeah, I didn't think I'd care as much, and I did. So that one, maybe. Kayla, you might be right. That one, sure. Or revenge against the Niners, he beat them. Um, and that game was in Miami, not San Francisco. Right. So, I mean, I, I really feel like
2: you just lost the week before to Buffalo, which is always going to light a fire under you. Look, here's, here's the reality.
1: I, yeah. And that's like, so someone could just like, oh, they lost. But then the the reason why they lost is because they were, you know, like it's a double edged sword. It is very obvious to me that Patrick Mahomes plays better when his back is against the wall. Every piece of evidence suggests that that's true. Think about it. He wins 50% of the games. And when she trails by double digits, he has a, he has the third highest 65%, a 70%. When Patrick Mahomes is up against it, that's when he plays his best. That's when he does ridiculous things that nobody else can do. And I think when he gets to those like noon home games, right? Like the one against Jacksonville, I wouldn't bet on Kansas city covering this game. They'll win. They'll beat Jacksonville. We'll give our predictions later. They'll win that. But I don't think that they'll cover because of those reasons. It's easy to get complacent. And I think Andy, whether it happens before or during the game, finds those moments where, you know, we talked about with him before, like where he tries to just like grind out a win. I think it's more likely he's going to do those things in a home game in which they're a heavy favorite.
0: This is just wild to me because one of the biggest advantages I feel like for this team is Arrowhead and the crowd there. And we always say that it's one of the the best environments in the NFL. And it's one of the hardest places to play for visiting teams, but it also kind of feels like it's hard to play for the home team.
1: They win. Like, so that's the one thing I'll say in Patrick Mahomes' career, his winning percentage is nearly identical Homer road. It's just like how pretty the game is. So maybe we're splitting hairs and we shouldn't make a big deal about it because the difference is the same, right? They have one road loss this year. They have one home loss this year over the course of his career. It's about the same but it's, I don't know, man, it's weird. It's weird that they play uglier football when they're at home. It seems like when you have all the advantageous nature of you're here to be that. i blame it on the weather, right? Like, oh, Kansas City, December, that's got to be factoring in. No, he goes back to uh, road Mahomes when they play, road play- when they play playoff games, which are all at home, all in terrible weather, right? Because they're all January or February, you know, like it's all the same time. He's, he's never played a road playoff game. So I think it's boredom. I think it's pure boredom. He doesn't take you serious, not on purpose, but because it's human nature. We all do the same thing, no matter what it is. Nick and I are going to play poker against each other, right? If there's a guy at the table that you don't, that you're like, this guy, he's like, hey, I'm sorry. Um, Can four cards be a straight? You're like, okay, I don't take this guy serious. And then you get in a hand against him and you start making calls you shouldn't, right? It's always the same thing. If you, in that moment, even human nature, if you're not thinking about it, you get more loose with how you play.
2: I think part of it too is just like the amount of pressure that teams put on themselves for home games. Whenever you think about what the biggest game of the year is, it's never going on the road. The Biggest game of the year is when an impressive opponent comes into your stadium, which is basically every single time the Chiefs yeah. on the road. So you look at the home games, you've played two divisional opponents, and then the Bills, who have been like your biggest rival in the AFC, there, there's added pressure on top of were all of those games primetime? I know the Chargers and the the Bills were. Were the other two? Um, was the Raiders game primetime?
0: Uh, I feel like it was. Yeah, it was. Monday Night Football, yeah.
2: So it's like you have all of these added elements that beyond just being a home game, put more pressure on you as a team and for Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback to perform. I'm not saying that brings the worst out of them. It's just these guys are creatures of habit. And when you add all of these extra circumstances, I I think that that can sometimes throw you for a bit of a loop.
0: Sucks being so good that all of our games are primetime games. That's right. (laughs) Terrible, terrible
2: lives. We should have a few losing (laughs) seasons so we can get back to like seven or eight noon games a year.
0: Take the pressure off. I don't want that. I don't. No one wants that. We're happy where we're at. All right. Um, moving on. We Will we see you guys, the running game, get back on track versus Jacksonville? We discussed this a little bit um, at the beginning of the week. This week, enemy on the run game said, we've got to run it. We have to invest in it. We can't just run it a few times and expect success. He has to do a better job and the staff has to do a better job. Cody, what's the answer?
1: Okay. So um, enemy's wrong or lying. I don't really care which. Um, <laughs> Simply running the ball more is not the solution to the run game. And you know how I know that? Because they don't do it. You know, uh, it's been a long, it, it's probably been a phrase for a very long time for a reason. Actions speak louder than words. It's cool to say we, we should hand it off more. You never do. So do you really actually want to hand it off more? No, you don't. You want to pass because you have Patrick Mahomes. The solution is not go to two backs instead of three, which is another theory being floated out. Hey, give Pacheco or give Clyde a full game. Give him a chance. Let him get comfortable. Whatever it is, that's not the solution either. The simple solution is to have the offensive line block better in those situations and that you're just simply not a good running team and accept that. Accept the flaws about yourself. Kayla, to throw back to the first step, like you're not an accountant or you're not good with numbers. You don't try to be a mathematician. The Chiefs shouldn't try to run the ball more. They should try to be effective and good with their run scheme in the plays that they are going to run it. I'm not saying
2: never run, but they're also just not going to be good at it. That's reality. And that's disappointing. It is disappointing (laughs) that... And I get it. Like It kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. Well, they're so good at this one thing. Aren't you being like a little demanding to demand that they're all so good at running the ball? Well, if you told me that Andy Reid is the most talented play caller, one of the top five most innovative offensive minds of all time, I would just assume that they would be able to run the ball with some level of competency, and they just haven't been able to. You look at Clyde's numbers the last month, the last four games, 28 rushes combined for 85 yards. And after a really solid first month, you're now looking at his season-long totals, his averages. He's the same guy he's ever been. He's actually getting less touches. He's less involved in the offense than he's ever been. Just about eight 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 and a half carries per game this year, which is down from 12 carries per game a season ago, albeit he only played in 10 games. That's the first part of this equation, which is that early in the season when he was looking fresh and being very involved and having some explosive plays, we thought, okay, maybe he's healthy for the first time. And maybe we're going to start to see the reason why they drafted him in the first round. Now, halfway through the year, it's becoming pretty clear to me that He's kind of who we thought he was, right? To steal a line from Dennis Green. He's he's the guy that you saw the last two years. And maybe injuries is a part of that. But if it is, then I'm just to assume that this is who he's going to be forever. And if that's the case, then you're talking about Jarek McKinnon, another guy who's been injury plagued. He hasn't been able to ever really take on the full workload of a season. He's never going to be your primary back anyway. And Isaiah Pacheco, who's a seventh round rookie. So you're relying upon guys to get your ground game in the right direction who at no point in their careers have ever been those dudes. So I'm kind of with you. I wish I had a better answer as to why it's not working, but it is, it is a little frustrating just knowing that your quarterback who is so otherworldly, great. You are now asking him to do another thing, which is, Hey, do it, do it all because you're not ever <laughs> going to have a ground game to rely upon to take a little bit of pressure off you.
1: To me, it's just like, You know something's broken when you keep trying to look for the magical fix. You're like, you know what's going to fix it? Letting Pacheco run first. You're like, no, I didn't solve it. You know what's going to fix it? We'll just use two backs and not three. That's not going to fix it. Like, Or or, be enemy today. We're just going to hand off the ball, but more. That's not going to fix it. That's not the... like. Imagine if... By the way, it's only the running game you do that in. So nobody buys it nobody ever says like when a quarterback is struggling right let's uh, let's say baker mayfield pj walker doesn't matter they never <laughs> say you know to what say. we're gonna do you know we're gonna fix you know we're gonna fix the passing game with pj walker we're just gonna have him throw more no one says that that's a, it's, it's actually less have him throw less less complicated dumb it down make it simple not
2: you know why, more. You know why, Cody? Because there's only so much that can go wrong when you run the ball. Worst case scenario, you're probably going to run into your lineman and get tackled behind the line of scrimmage for a one-yard loss. Worst case scenario for a quarterback is you're throwing it to the other team. Yeah. So that's why you have to protect them in ways that you don't have to with a run game. With a run game, you protect them by just not using them.
1: Yes. And that, again, that's the solution, not running more. Running more is not going to make the running game better. Actually running less might, because in a weird way, coming off a 68 game performance, if they were to throw it another 68 times, Nick, then no one's going to think they're going to run. It actually might make it easier to run the game after this one, because at that point, the Chiefs have fully abandoned it and given up on it, and they're not going to guard or pretend to play against it. Like right now, teams still probably think you are going to run a little bit, and they're not the worst rushing yards per attempt team in the NFL. They're somewhere near the middle of the pack. They can just do it in spurts. And when you have Mahomes, look, if you had another quarterback, this might suck worse. But you have Patrick Mahomes. So it's, it's not all that bad. You can't run it. You'll find some way to survive, even given that, I guess, I don't know, a little bit of notion. By the way, training for a guy, where I, the, the other one, Nick, the other magic bullet was, uh, bring up Ronald Jones. Like, Okay. That's when I know you're out of answers.
2: You're just taking shots. I think that is when you know it's over. The second you're looking for all of these unsubstantiated, unwarranted fixes to the running game, we'll bring up the fourth guy. I know he couldn't even crack your top three before the season, and we're learning that those top three aren't very good. But the fourth guy might be good, right? Hey, I know your ground game hasn't worked in small sample size. How about a really big sample size? Let's give him the ball 20 times. Maybe that'll fix it. Maybe they just need a few more reps to knock the rust off. If you're going through those scenarios, you know it's a lost cause.
0: If we see the running game pick up, who do you guys have your money on as to who will do a better job? Pacheco. Uh, yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> Jarek has his role. We're firm there. There's no mystery about what he does,
2: so I guess it's Pacheco. Cody, it's Jerick has his role. We know what he does. We know Clyde's just never going to be that guy. Yeah. So the only answer left is Pacheco.
0: I'm not losing all hope in Clyde.
2: What gives you what what what's the sliver of optimism also that you're holding on to with him? Before you answer, do give up. <laughs> <laughs> Worst therapist ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because we see these little we see these little bouts that he has where, you know. If he can get outside and take off, he can be gone. But I just, the running, going up the middle makes no sense to me with him. He is too small. Stop doing it, please.
2: Yeah, he's never going to be that north-south runner.
1: Oh, and he's also not fast enough to get to the outside. Again, back to
2: give up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we'll agree to disagree with him.